everyone and welcome to Two V's and a Pod with me, Izzy the Vegan. And me, Ben's Vegan Kitchen. In this podcast, we'll walk you through the landscape of veganism through the eyes of two pretty relatable day-to-day vegans. And over the series, we plan on discussing a wide range of topics that you may have pondered upon whilst being vegan, or even whilst deciding to take the step. We aim to bust the common myths associated with being vegan, as well as bring new ideas to the table. But we won't be doing this alone, oh no. Over the series, we'll be joined by a selection of amazing guests to offer their thoughts, wisdom and experiences. This week, we will be discussing the important topic Vegans aren't perfect. There is a lot of pressure to be 100% all the time and the vegan police are always about to shame others for not being vegan enough. Yep, this narrative and shaming can have such a negative effect and scare others from trying veganism. We want to show you that we all make mistakes, no matter how long we've been vegan, and that actually it's okay later in the episode we're going to hear from you our lovely listeners and some fellow content creators who will be sharing stories of when they slipped up so this is a really important topic to me i try and talk about it as much as possible all the time quite a lot yeah i shared a post about it a while ago and i will not let it go i'm always resharing it to my stories i try and not be preachy as as we say relatable not hateable not preachy however this is a topic that I think it's okay to be preachy about because vegans are not perfect. There is so much pressure. And if there's one message I want to shout about, it's going to be this one. Yeah, I feel that. I think, firstly, I don't, I don't mind that you share that post you know, every two or three days. It's absolutely fine. Um, we all love it. Um, no, jokes aside, I think it is actually something really, really important. And it's something that I think we're actually both quite passionate about. And you know, we posted about it on our Instagram stories to kind of gauge feedback from people. And I mean, I for one was overwhelmed with how many people got in touch and it's going to stay anonymous and we're not going to put people on blast for their mistakes. But I think between the two of us, we got over two, 300 responses maybe, which is insane. And it just goes to show that everyone does it. They're just too scared to admit it because as you mentioned in the intro, the vegan police are watching. They're out there. You can hear them. Listen, whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. We all make mistakes. And as, you know, content creators specifically, I just don't want us to convey a message that we're all perfect because a lot of people that are trying veganism or vegetarian and kind of following vegan content creators to see or just general people that are vegan, I don't want them to see our pages and not hear us speak up about the fact that we do slip up and we do make mistakes. And I don't want to create this kind of message of perfectionism that then puts pressure on them and then makes them feel guilty if they do step up and do make a mistake. Um, because it's we all do it. People that have been vegan for years and years and years will do it. We live in a non-vegan world. So it's really hard to navigate around what's vegan, what isn't, thinking something is. For example, the um, Marmite hummus, which has now been made vegan. So that is great. Thank you, Marmite. However, when it first got released, It wasn't, it had milk powder or milk something in it. And there were so many people going to the shops, buying it and not even realizing. And I know a lot of people posted about it on their Instagram pages as well. And then suddenly realized and felt guilty and this, this and this. And you know what, these things happen and it's okay to assume that some Marmite hummus is vegan because you wouldn't, you wouldn't guess that it's, that it's not vegan, would you? Like, why would there be milk and hummus? And you can't blame yourself for that and you can't feel guilty for that because it is an honest mistake. No, I completely agree. You know what, it, it's very much a case of you've got to learn through trial and error and 
too many people are there waiting for those slip-ups, as you say. They're waiting to respond to you on Instagram and comment on your post and say, oh, did you not know? Like, are you stupid? What, what What's wrong with you? But I think it's okay to slip up. I think if you're going out of your way to make a difference and you're trying veganism, you know, start slowly. Start, you know, you, not everyone has to go cold turkey, you know, no pun intended. You don't have to do it that way. I, I always say that, you know, to, to, to people wanting to eat more plant-based food and to eat more vegan food, you know, start off small, maybe do it one or two days a week. It will still make a difference. And I, I don't think that makes me any less of a vegan than someone who says, oh, you've got to do it this way. And, you know, if, if you do it like that, you're still um, like buying into animal cruelty and you're buying into the deaths of millions and millions of animals. Like, whilst it might be factually correct, that's not going to help other people go vegan. It's just not going to help it at all. You need to understand that everyone's in a completely different position and some people might not be able to do it straight away. Uh, they might not be able to just go vegan overnight. Um, think of all the food, you know, people might say, oh, okay, I want to try veganism, but I did a 200 pound food shop three weeks ago and I've still got these eggs left over and I've still got loads of chicken in the freezer. For me personally, I think it's better to, to eat that than it is to throw it in the bin. I don't know what you think about that. Um, slightly off topic a little bit, but for me, it makes sense to use up the, the animal products if you bought them. Yeah, I think 100%. And touching back on um, a topic that we discussed in a, a previous episode, you know, when a family member makes you something and they don't realise that it's not vegan because obviously not everyone knows the ins and outs of each and every product that is vegan or not. They make you something and they, they say it's vegan because they assume it is and then you eat it. And then afterwards you, I don't know, see in the bin a packet and you think, oh God, I hope that wasn't in it. You check, it was. And you realise that you just ate a non-vegan meal. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't get angry at that person. I wouldn't get angry at myself or feel guilty or shame, yeah. like feel ashamed of myself because, you know, it's, it, it's just life and it's not their fault. It's not your fault. It just happened. And it's all about kind of learning as you progress. And as Ben said, start slow. Don't just jump straight in the deep end. Like I know that when I first went vegan, I dipped in and out for quite a while because it's a huge change. It's a huge lifestyle change that you need to learn to adapt to. I, was, I wasn't even vegetarian. I went completely from eating all animal products under the sun and loving them to then making the decision to go vegan. So it was a real long journey for me to finally just eat vegan products. And every now and then I did slip out of it. And, you know, when I went to a really nice restaurant, I was like, oh, I'm, I really want that tuna steak. And I hadn't got to the stage in my journey when I was re like ready to not give in to my cravings. My cravings were still stronger than my veganism, I guess. So a lot of the time I did kind of dip in and out and that, that is okay because at least I'm starting the journey, at least I'm trying. And I would never want someone to be in my position and then be made to feel so awful about it for eating that, that actually they're like, you know what, I'm gonna give up. Let's prove to everyone that we are normal people and we make mistakes. Izzy, the vegan, it says it in your name. Mine also says Ben's Vegan Kitchen. Tell me about a time that you made a mistake and you went on with your life. So Ben, I'm going to tell you about a time where I was a very drunk university student. We had a subway literally on the road of my accommodation. Um, after most nights out, we'd all go into the subway. Really proud of myself because I would never get anything non-vegan in there. 
I would never get any meat. This was before they had all the amazing options they have now. So I would kind of just go in with everyone, have a lovely chat with all the other gals in the subway, make some friends, head home, and then go into my freezer and make my own, you know, vegan sausage rolls or chips or whatever I had back at the accommodation. One night I was really, really drunk, really hungry, and my friends ordered some cookies. I had a Subway cookie. A whole Subway cookie? A whole Subway cookie. I ate a whole Subway cookie. You human scum. (laughs) (laughs) It tasted really good at the time. Um, I wouldn't have done it sober because I can make really banging vegan cookies, so it's fine. But I was drunk, it was convenient, and I had it. It was a mistake. Drunk me was like, you know what? It's fine. Go for it, gal. And I went for it. I'm sure all the other girls in the subway were like, treat yourself. And I, I did it. So yeah. You know. But you know what? Now Subway make amazing vegan cookies that probably taste even better than the uh, the, the non-vegan ones. So we don't even need to worry about it. You you go you go Izzy the vegan and you go and get your <laughs> drunken Subway cookies and they'll be vegan and everyone. Yes, they will be. The the whole shop will cheer in unison. And what about your story, Ben? I've opened up mine. Oh God, here's a can of worms. I've actually, you know, I'll i 100% give myself credit. You know, I've been vegan coming up to four years at some point. Um, I've never eaten meat since I've been vegan and I've never gone out of my way to eat meat um, by mistake or whatever. Um, I've just avoided it somehow, which is, you know, for someone who drinks as much as I do, <laughs> I think it's a, it's, a, it's a lucky escape with, you know, kebabs and stuff. You know, thankfully in lockdown, you don't really have those uh, temptations there. Um, the one time, and again, it was 100% active. Um, I knew what I was doing. I wasn't drunk. I don't even have that excuse. And this is going to sound like a real kind of Tory story. Um, and, you know, we can pick up the Tory stories because I'm happy to, to say it's a Tory story. I went skiing with my dad and uh, we stayed with my dad's friend in the Swiss Alps. It was lovely. It was a lovely holiday. This was February 2018. So we're looking about three years ago now. And my dad's friend was a cheesemonger I believe they called it they call them cheesemongers that sounds right doesn't yeah, it yeah I believe so it sounds right yeah so my dad's friend was a cheesemonger and he reared um, goats and using the milk from the goats that he reared he made cheese so one night they were having a fondue night and I was staying with a bloody cheesemonger in the Swiss Alps and honestly and I've got pictures I will show you I've got pictures of the actual goats the cheese came from and they made fondue maybe I grew up on the right side of the tracks but I loved eating fondue when I was younger it's melted cheese and alcohol what is there not to like and you dip bread and other things into it it's amazing um so yeah I had fondue and I absolutely adored it it was divine and I had the diarrhea from hell the day after, but it was worth every penny and every uh, every mouthful. So, yeah, that was it. I knowingly ate a cheese fondue um, about six to eight months into being vegan. I knew what I was doing, but it was just too good to turn down. And uh, next time if you're in the Swiss Alps skiing and someone offers you fondue, just say yes and it's well worth it just take a buscapan or something else for your stomach the day after and you know just live just live with it it'll be fine and and honestly if i got invited there again tomorrow um i'd probably eat it again i know it sounds ridiculous but 
I met I met the goat that the cheese came from. He makes the bloody cheese from the goats, and I shook the goat's hand and I said thank you very much for your for your goat milk. Um, but I try not to obviously make those mistakes. But crisps, milk powder, that's something that so many people got in touch with us about. Firstly, a crisp is a dehydrated potato in a bag. Why does it have to have milk powder in it? Why? Explain me that. Riddle me this. It makes me so angry. Like every time I'm trying to look through the crisp bags and see my favorite flavor has milk powder in, like prawn cocktail Pringles. They used to be my absolute favorite. They've got milk powder in, I can't eat them. However, luckily Skips are fine. They haven't got milk powder in, so I'm happy eating them. Ugh, skips um, are, they're just, that's not even a crisp. That's just like a, 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 a deep fried air, like prawn. <laughs> they're just the veins, they've got veins on it. Why would you put veins on a, on a snack? Oh, they're so good. I love them. But Ugh. yeah, crisps are an absolute nightmare. Some flatbreads, I was going to say as well, a mistake that I made without even realising is I had some flatbread and it had milk powder in. I didn't even think to look. Um, I think I shared it on my story when I used to do those little hauls where I'd like show what I got from the supermarket and pulled out some flatbread and someone messaged me, that has milk powder in, you can't eat that, blah, 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 blah. Um, I had some of the vegan the police then. on it. That's what I'll do. Just chuck it away. Chuck it away, waste it. I just gave it to my family. They're not vegan, so. But I think I'd already had one, so I can't remember. But you know what? These things happen. As that song, do you remember that song? L I F E G O E S O N. Life goes on, shit happens. If you eat something by mistake or accidentally on purpose, you know, I feel like we need to we need to start getting more people admitting their mistakes, but everyone is terrified because, you know, you mentioned it before, the vegan police. Like, people are on it. Yeah, the point is, like, we are all vegan for different reasons, and that is okay. Some vegans are more extreme, some vegans aren't. There was the Oatly scandal, for example, which I'd like to just finish on, where, you know, Oatly had some questionable new investors. But Oatly are still an amazing company. They still do so much for veganism and so much for good causes. And one of their investors had a dodgy background and everyone kind of jumped on attacking Oatly and kind of forgot everything else they've provided for the cause. Um, But again, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. That's absolutely fine. But putting down such a large company who has done such amazing things, I think was such a shame. For sure. And it's like what we said um, in last week's episode, it's okay to eat at non-vegan restaurants that are trying to cater for vegans because it's supply and demand. And the more demand there is for it the more supply and the easier it will be for everyone to start incorporating plant-based and vegan food into their everyday diets that for me is the overriding point is that you can make mistakes you can go and eat here um, you can go and do this and let's lead into top tips because I feel like I'm about to say a top tip um, so I'll start with my top tip of the week which has just come to me in a vision sent down from God himself or herself or itself or whatever God wants to define itself as. Um, God God says, do not drink Kestrel before recording podcast episodes because <laughs> Kestrel makes you a little bit loopy. Um, and I will lead in very nicely to my top tip of the week. And my top tip is, as I've said before, just take each day as it comes and do not be afraid to be vocal about your mistakes. OMG, I bought this pack of Thai chili sensations. I ate them. They tasted amazing. For some reason, the dickheads at Walker's put some milk powder in there. It is what it is. Life goes on. It happens. 
do not feel bad about it. Yes, you are still vegan. Yes, you are still plant-based. Yes, you are still vegetarian. Whatever you want to identify as, you are still who you want to be, even when you slip up. That is my top tip. Do not take it to heart, because life is too short, and you are trying your best to make a difference, and you are making a difference. Do not let anyone else tell you otherwise. God, I'm impassioned about this, aren't I? Isn't that, that is a great heart? top tip. I think you pretty much covered everything. I think I would just kind of nicely close that one up with ignore the vegan police. Let them say what they want to say, but don't let them make you feel any less vegan than they are because you aren't. You're trying, you're doing your best, and everyone makes mistakes. Vegans aren't perfect. Exactly. And if not, put two spoons in your eyes and just say, I'm blacking out the haters. And if you don't know that vine... <laughs> You're too young to be listening. Also, it's not just about food. It's about lifestyle and medication as well. In my post, I don't mean to bring it up again, um, but I do mention about the pill and how the pill has non-vegan products in it. And I've been taking the pill for years. I'm sure a lot of you guys listening have been as well. And that's just something that I had to just get on with and accept that it wasn't vegan. But I needed to take it. It's free. I know there are options that you can pay for and I have moved on to that now and I've been loving it. However, they aren't accessible to everyone. And there's just a quote from the Vegan Society that I just want to read because I think it's really important and I always remind myself of it in situations like that. It's Veganism is a way of living which seeks to exclude as far as possible and practicable all forms of exploitation of and cruelty to animals for food, clothing and any other purpose. So it's as far as possible and practicable. So there are moments where you do have to question, you know what, I know I'm vegan but I'm going to have to just go against veganism slightly so I can take this medication because there, there do come times in our lives when we do need to take some medication for something and that is slightly more important unfortunately. Um, I am super lucky that I um, do use a, a brand now which I use a thermometer so it's natural contraception but a lot of people don't have access to that um, and I just thought that's really important to mention and I saw a post this week and it's just you know kind of saying people think they just want to hold everyone accountable but they're abusing them they're harassing them and you know what just because you don't perfectly agree with someone that doesn't give you the right to do so it's policing people every aspect of everything they post on social media and what this post said was rather than call someone out call them in bring them in help them advise them um and just relate to them let them know that you know these slip-ups happen and we learn from them we grow from them and that's that's what's most important from when you make mistakes growing and learning from them if we didn't make mistakes we wouldn't grow and learn and i think that's just something really important we are shaking things up this week by involving you guys. Izzy and I wanted to hear your stories about when you may have drunkenly eaten some non-vegan food or not realised something wasn't plant-based before it was too late. You lots have come out in full force. We've received a load of your voice notes explaining times that you've slipped up. But don't worry, no judgement here. So here is our first little snippet voice note from you guys. It is a pizza story. Yeah, so... <clears throat> but... Um the vegan pizza in spoons when it first came out thought i'd give that a try and it came with uh, some cheese on top so i was like all right it must be a nice uh, vegan alternative started tucking in thought what hell this is good really good vegan cheese then after i ate it i was like i'm gonna look it up whether it's supposed to have cheese on it and it's not but 
it tasted good. I regret it a little bit, but everyone was like, you should have kicked off and gone mad, but it was too late. I ate it all. I absolutely love that. You should have kicked off. What are you going to get in spoons? Oh, you might get a free like pint of uh, Carlsberg if you're lucky. Um, I don't think anything. <laughs> Literally, yeah. I'm not sure how much you would have got out of kicking off, but... Oh, I, I love that. It's just like, oh, this cheese is so good. Like, why have I never had this vegan cheese? Yeah, it's just because <laughs> it's normal cheese. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think a lot of the time slipping up may not even be your fault. It could be other people's around you. It could be restaurants. I do think it does get a little bit more serious when it is a restaurant's fault because people are allergic and, you know, for sure. it's when it's your mistake it makes it that little bit better when it's a restaurant's mistake i think that is a bit more upsetting but you know what you 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 cracked on you ate it and you're still vegan so well done you yeah, things happen I, I feel that and uh you know what i'd give to be uh, mistakenly given a pizza in a pub with cheese on it nowadays because everything's shut and it's all so miserable <laughs> But yeah, let's uh, let's hear the next little anecdote. I love that first one. He's got such a way with words. He could be like a stand-up comedian. I love that. I know. So next up, we have someone who was very sorry about miso paste. So you could say miso sorry about miso paste. So about a year ago, I was off to my friend's house to cook her a ramen for lunch to show her how delicious veganism and vegan food can be. And I realised that once I'd already made the ramen and served it up, that the miso paste that is one of the key ingredients in the ramen actually contained fish. And this was my mistake. I rushed into the shop on the way to her house and didn't read the ingredients list because I assumed it would be vegan because it's made out of soybeans. And it was completely my mistake for not checking the ingredients, but I didn't realise until the food was cooked. So I was left with a dilemma. Do I eat the ramen or and technically eat a non-vegan ramen? Or do I eat the ramen and have a positive experience and show my friend that veganism can be delicious? And I decided to eat the ramen anyway, one, because I didn't want to waste the food, which I think is a huge problem, and two, I didn't want to create a negative experience for my friends surrounding veganism. I think that's such an important message. Food waste is something that uh, we have spoken about quite a lot, so I think it is really important. I think fair enough that you still ate it, because if you're going to be throwing away the food, I think that's that's worse than eating it um and yeah reading ingredients sometimes you rush sometimes you don't look at the back of things miso i would never expect to have non-vegan ingredients in that so so there we have it yeah i don't think i've ever looked at a miso paste because it's like soybean mush like why stop putting fish and milk and things just leave us alone and just let us get on with our lives without <laughs> tormenting us with milk and fish just leave it out all right it's not necessary <laughs> Oh, God, I've had enough, Isabel. I've had enough of milk powder and fish paste and guts and animal stuff. Just give it a rest. So the next story is someone who had a little bit of a surprise when eating some vegan sausages. So the guy I was with at the time, his mum decided to make us dinner and she had bought me some lovely vegan sausages, which I happily tucked into. And I was like, hmm, these are like really good. They taste so realistic. So obviously I went to check the packet to see what they were. Cause I was like, wow, great. And uh, discovered that they were free from gluten, but in fact not free from pork. So 
that was great. <laughs> Bless her for trying. But now I literally have to check everything that anybody non-vegan cooks for me because I definitely have the fear that I'm going to be fed some form of animal product. That is, that is so sad that she won't let any non-vegan cook for her now because let's be honest, any meal that you have at like a non-vegan place is like, I would say at least 75 to 80% chance of it being cooked for you by a non-vegan. So you've literally cut out so much of your options to go out and eat. But that's a, that's a, that's a sad one, that having to eat pork sausages. But why would they even label it as gluten-free? What gluten would a pork sausage have in it anyway? Yeah, I've never seen gluten-free sausages, but I think more in terms of she's not going to let people cook for her, you know, at home. I think restaurant-wise... She'll probably still go out to restaurants, but I think that is very stressful to realise that you've just eaten pork without realising. I know that I I would be quite upset about that. I think we can also pick up on the fact that she said the guy she was dating. So maybe this was the instigator in their relationship falling apart. It's like, oh, I really liked you, but your mum gave me some pork sausages. Perhaps. Packaging can be extremely deceiving, I think. So when you're not vegan and you're trying to frantically look around the supermarket to buy for vegans, I think it can be a really stressful experience knowing what products are or aren't vegan. I know there's probably many of us out there who's had a family member or a friend serve us up something thinking it's vegan and then it turns out that it's not vegan. I know, Ben, you've once spoken about, I don't know, pasta sauce that had some anchovies in it or something and you didn't realise like these sneaky ingredients get into things and not everyone's aware of them. Yeah, they just throw all of this stuff into things. They're like, oh, you know, here you go. Um, here's here's some broccoli ingredients. Broccoli, 99.9%. Milk powder, 0.01%. Like, that's just the world that we live in. And as you said earlier in the show, this is a non-vegan world and we're just trying to make it a little bit of a better place. So slowly but surely, we're getting there. Next up, we have a wonderful story about a British staple and just how us Brits cannot live without this very famous cake. The most famous cake of all. I'm more than happy to admit that when I first decided to go vegan, I had a few slip-ups where I willingly ate non-vegan products. You know, I was changing my entire lifestyle. It was never going to be easy and I was sort of expecting it. But what really got me and that I wasn't expecting was this feeling of guilt afterwards. So I ate things like uh, cheese and onion crisps from a multi-pack that I'd bought without thinking. So I'm calling the caterpillar cake that was offered to me. And even though I enjoyed them and they satisfied my cravings, the guilt stuck with me. It made me realise I hadn't just decided I didn't want to eat animal products anymore. I genuinely didn't feel comfortable eating them anymore. And in hindsight, I actually think this really helped me because it encouraged me to find replacements and other things that would satisfy me just as much, if not more. Firstly, I just want to comment on the most British problem ever is wanting to eat a Colin the Caterpillar cake when you're a vegan. Why have they not made a vegan Colin? They could call it... I still cannot believe that they haven't made a vegan Colin the Caterpillar. Marks and Spencers have some amazing vegan options and I think it's going to happen soon. Come on, Marks and Spencers... Get Let's do it. it. M&S, get involved with Colleen the Caterpillar. Let's call her Colleen because she's vegan and she's Colleen <laughs> eating. I love that. I'm sticking with it. Oh, Ben, that is good. I like that. I like that. It's such an interesting outlook on that feeling of guilt and shame, which 
you know, I'm sure is not only just ingrained from other people. You know, we discussed the vegan police and stuff before, but it's also that feeling of you're doing something for what you consider to be the right reason. Like you're going vegan because you care about, you know, animal agriculture and you care about these other lives. And eventually maybe you'll get to that point where you just can't overcome the feeling of, of guilt to do it just so casually anymore. You've got to just stop eating non-vegan things because it's actually making you feel upset and ill yeah 100% and I do think those cravings do get less and less when you learn more about other options out there um so as that um the story of that person was it seems very early on in their vegan journey and that guilt kind of actually helped them stop having those cravings so that's I guess that's a story where the guilt actually helped I I don't want people to feel too guilty about making these mistakes because the message is you know vegans aren't perfect but I guess a little bit of guilt is a given. With a little bit of guilt, you can become vegan. That's my advice. There you go. So next up, we have a very tragic three bean chilli story. Okay, so like three years ago, I went to a pub slash restaurant sort of thing with my boyfriend and his family. We all sat down, we ordered. I ordered a three bean chilli. It came, I started eating. There was loads of beans in the chilli. It was really tasty. And then I looked a bit closer and I was like, what's that? They put lentils in it? Some sort of vegan mince? I wasn't too sure. Then my boyfriend tried it and he was like, Meg, I really think that's real mince. I was like, no, it can't be because the chilli had loads of beans in it. So I didn't think anything of it. Said to the waitress, oh, I I don't know if this is right or not, but I think I might have been given the wrong meal. Is it right if you just double check? She checks and the other waitress who served the table didn't hear me say three bean chilli. She just heard chilli. So I was given a full-blown meat chilli and I was very upset, I was very traumatised and I may have gone to the toilet and momentarily cried. But we came back, it was fine. She got me some chips, although I didn't eat them because I literally felt sick by that point. It was a mistake, you know, it's one of those things. Thank you so much for sharing that story. I really feel for you listening to that because that really was out of your hands. You couldn't have helped it. And once you realise you'd already eaten some. So I really feel, I really feel for you on that story. But these things happen. Sometimes waiters and waitresses don't hear us properly or the chef accidentally mixes some of the ingredients. Who knows? These things happen. Yeah, I mean, I had my head in my hands listening to that. Oh, what a shame, really. It's something you, you know, as we said, it's like you have this element of trust when you go out to eat that you're going to be served what you ask. Uh, you know, I'm I'm asking for a free bean chilli, which firstly sounds, this sounds like a Weatherspoons menu. This sounds like a Weatherspoons. I'm sure they've got a three bean chilli. I'm trying to trying to visualise where you're going <laughs> to get a, a three bean chilli. But no, that's so, uh, it's such a shame when it's out of your hands. But, you know, going to the toilet and crying, maybe that's a great solution. Um, but no, that is that is devastating, really, because you're you're doing your best. Hiya. So basically, drunk me just doesn't want to be vegan, and it's such a struggle. Um, there was this one time in first year of uni that we all went on a big night out, and then we went to get food afterwards. And for some reason, I ordered chicken nuggets, and then like halfway through eating them, I realised what I'd done, and I had the biggest breakdown because I just felt so guilty. Um, I mean, I finished them anyway, but yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, drunk me. What a bitch drunk me sounds like. What can I say? 
That is just not what you want from Drunk Me. There's this recurring theme. Look, we we got, as I said before, hundreds of messages from people about this. We tried to cherry pick them so there was like a drunken story, there was a mistake story, there was a it kind of happened story and I let it happen. We tried to get the stories all a little bit different, but they've all got the same sort of theme. It's people either getting served something they didn't order or being too drunk to care. Um, but chicken nuggets, that's, you know, I would never go out and drunkenly order chicken would you yes there has been a lot of drunk stories there's a lot of drunk kebab shop stories as well um but yeah drunk me makes mistakes as well as we said with these with the subway cookie sometimes when you're drunk you just don't really care or you don't even remember you're vegan sometimes especially when you're very new um into the vegan lifestyle when you get drunk you can kind of forget and you just order what you'd normally order and then suddenly realise, but then drunk you doesn't care anyway, as you said, and finish them off. Um, so you know what? You probably felt a bit sad and guilty the next day, but hopefully, the the longer you're vegan, the more drunk you will learn to not order those nuggets. But it it happened. Yeah, no, I agree. I spoke to a friend of mine who was uh, doing a, a, a veganuary challenge, and uh, his his family had ordered pizza, and he had a few drinks and went downstairs, and there was pizza there, and he was just like. Hmm, this is good and then put it down was like oh I completely forgot you know I forgot that I was doing veganuary or I forgot that I was supposed to be vegan so yeah as you say at the start of your journey it's okay to make mistakes because you genuinely why should it be in your head all the time it took me so long to remember that I was vegan like genuinely I mean it must have been at least a year where I was like I stopped having to read labels so much and I could just go in somewhere and be like yeah no this this ain't it like that's not vegan for sure like it takes a long time so don't be so harsh on yourself you know yeah it does take a very long time I mean who knows how long that person has been vegan for when you're drunk it happens whether you're a new vegan or you're not a new vegan that's the overriding message of the whole episode is just just don't beat yourself up about making those mistakes. You are right. Thank you so much for listening this week. It was great hearing from our fellow creators, followers and listeners. It is super important to remember to not put pressure on yourself or feel too guilty about slipping up from time to time. Vegans aren't perfect. But we're f***ing sexy. (laughs) This show was produced and edited by Callum Goddard Mocklow for Apricot Audio. And we'll be back next week with another episode for you. But in the meantime, please remember to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast available on all podcast platforms such as Apple, Spotify and Acast. And if you want to keep up to date with all the latest happenings, then remember to follow us both on Instagram at Izzy the Vegan and at Ben's Vegan Kitchen. We'll see you next week. See you later.